Want to take you to Kansas City. There's been a shooting at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. This is Stacy Graves. She is the Kansas City Police Chief. And also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. We're still gathering information on the number and the status of victims. But like I said, we know that one of the victims is deceased. We also know that officers ran towards danger. Officers were there to keep everyone safe. I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. We had over 800 law enforcement officers, Kansas City and other agencies, at the location to keep everyone safe. Because of bad actors, which were very few, this tragedy occurred. Even that is Stacy Graves, Kansas City Police Chief, talking about the shooting there. You heard her confirm one person has been killed at the Super Bowl victory parade. As many as nine or ten others injured, and that is a very fluid number. want to bring in our friend Steve Peterson. He is a retired detective out of Waukesha County, longtime member of the SWAT team and law enforcement expert. Steve, thank you so much for being with us. Sure, you bet, John. My first question as I look at the pictures come in and we kind of dissect this is, how do you keep a million people at a parade route safe in a major urban area? This is almost an impossible task. It's amazing. Thankfully, this doesn't happen more often. What are the challenges for law enforcement in this sort of situation? Uh, it's, it's just that. It, it, it's a tremendous challenge because when you have something in an event uh, of an open-air event, you know, there's no containment, so to speak. There are no security checkpoints. So uh, law enforcement just has, has to do the best they can to coordinate what assets they have, pre-position them, and put them into uh, uh, various uh, uh, checkpoints and positions should something like this occur. And it looks like, at least from what I'm seeing on the, on the front end, that uh, you know, law enforcement was on top of this and responding very, very quickly. I mean, Steve, the chief just said they had 800 law enforcement officers yeah. there, so it doesn't seem to be a question of, of manpower. Is it almost like... If someone wants to do something really bad, it's almost impossible to stop them? It, 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 to a degree, you're right, it is. And in this case, these are, well, I, we don't know what the weapon system was that was utilized in this type of case. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it, uh, weapons can be concealed. Uh, and if, there's, if there aren't any checkpoints, uh, to uh, mag to run these weapons through magnetometers, it, it is it's an undaunting uh, undaunting task, and I and I don't know what um, I'm not familiar with the uh, weapons laws are in the state of uh, Missouri, whether they have concealed carry, whether they have open carry, whether they were allowing that at this event, that type of thing. So take us inside the mindset of law enforcement. 800 law enforcement officers, at least from several jurisdictions, are on scene. Shots ring out. The radios begin to crackle. There's been a shooting, and you're there as a law enforcement officer doing your job on a sunny afternoon, and chaos ensues. How do you compartmentalize and make sure you do what you need to do to apprehend suspects, keep people safe, do your job? Right, and and uh, you've just said again, going into this whole challenge, you're 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 hearing the shots, so you start reacting and running towards the area where you believe the shots are coming. I'm sure 
that there are witnesses or people just fleeing the area that are pointing these officers in various in various directions because they don't know for sure where the shots were coming from. They just know it was in this general vicinity. So you've got a lot of co- uh, a lot of uh, officers that are running all over the place, but eventually getting to where they need to be. Should parade routes, the entire route, including the staging areas and the debarkation areas at the end of the route, be shared publicly? Oh, I think so. I mean, you know, look, if you can't go to a parade in your own community or uh, celebrate your football team uh, winning the Super Bowl and and have to have it as a closed event, uh, we're in serious trouble, Ted. (laughs) Yeah, we are in serious trouble. I mean, 10 people got shot at a parade. Look what happened in Waukesha. You know, it's just... I don't know how we solve this. I mean, they put a lot of measures in place in Waukesha near where you are. Did we learn sure. lessons from what happened there? That was a much different incident with a vehicle. But I, how does law enforcement glean information and learn from other incidents in different parts of the country? Well, that's just it. Uh, this particular incident is going to be uh, uh, debriefed and dissected uh, to find out uh, was there anything that was flawed in the operational plan of law enforcement, which there's no indication to believe that. And then it was, was what could we have done different? What could we have, uh, what could we uh, have improved on? But the problem is we don't know yet what the, the motivation was, what the, the catalyst was that led up uh, to this uh, shooting event. Is this one person that just decided to start uh, uh, gunning down innocent people, or were these a couple knuckleheads, and I use that term lightly, that had some grievances and they decided to shoot it out uh, amongst themselves? We just don't know. So, uh, But it, it certainly is going to be looked at, and anything that can be improved on uh, will certainly uh, be taken into consideration. But again, I go back to this is a, a very uh, undaunting task to uh, try to, you know, police, if you will, this type of event, unless you're going to start putting up magnetometers and making everybody go through magnetometers. And that, that simply is not feasible. I don't believe anything. You know, it makes me angry. Where we're broadcasting sure. from, we are going to be inside the security bubble for the RNC. It's going to be very right. difficult for people to get in and out of here. They're probably going to, they're talking about, I can't even say what I was about to say, because they've given us some information what they're going to do inside the perimeter. But yep, absolutely. it's going to be very tough to get in here. If you're at a parade, if the Bucks win the championship again, and we're going to have another parade with hundreds of thousands of people, right. now we're going to be thinking about what do we do to avoid what happened in Kansas City? And there's no easy answer. No, no, there, there isn't. Um, and um, I, that's going to be uh, for some folks and some uh, uh, leaders uh, to uh, that is way above uh, my pay grade, so to speak, or uh, to, to kind of assess and look at these types of issues uh, moving forward, especially with uh, uh, concealed weapons. I'm, and again, I'm, I'm guessing that that's what this uh, situation um, uh, evolved from was was some type of concealed weapon system. I don't know, uh, you know. Uh, so we're we're just going to have to wait to see. But you know, unless we're going to start running people at parades and fireworks events and things like that, uh, run them through magnetometers before they're allowed 
into an area, and then once they're allowed in that area, that area has, as you know, that that's a perimeter now, and now that has to be secured. And uh, and again, where are you going to get the, the assets uh, to do that in such a large uh, facility? Former Waukesha County Sheriff's Detective Steve Peterson, always appreciate the perspective. Thank you so much, Steve. You bet, John. See you. To recap for you, 10 to 15 people are believed to be injured in Kansas City. One has been shot and killed. A shooter has been apprehended at the Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade. We're told that all the players and coaching staff are accounted for and are uninjured.